The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Anticipating the greatest flute instrumental album in the history of hip hop. What do you mean? From who? Andre 3000. What? Wait, when did this happen? You must have missed the Twitters the same way that I did. I missed all of the things. <laughs> Andre 3000. Uh huh, uh huh. Coming out. Uh huh. Tonight. Tonight? Tonight being, you know, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an album. Uh-huh. And they... Now, this is information I'm getting from Mo to the underscore Reese. Okay. But it has been widely talked about on the internet all week that he is releasing this much-anticipated solo album. Mm-hmm. With no rhymes. Just flutes? Just him playing the flute. Oh, that'll be interesting. It Ooh. could be interesting, or it could be the biggest. It's a swerve, bro. We've ever oh, seen yeah, the history yeah. of social media. But either way, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. Is it just like when you were on LimeWire and you were trying to get this Beyonce song, but then it was only one? <laughs> you, you thought you were getting crazy 11 and all of a sudden it's you you're like god damn it soldier boy again <laughs> I waited three hours for this song to download <laughs> the children don't understand this. no they have no no idea oh how interesting mm-hmm. you know Andre 3000 is like a real alternative just like free doing whatever he wants so Watch has been like playing flute for like the past fifteen years and like like a secret orchestra and shit. And we didn't know because he's obviously bad that he can do shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. So, very interesting. Yeah, so that is the word. So the anticipation is high because you know Yeah. People have been waiting their whole adult lives for this man to do like a solo album and, and so long <laughs> do the Andre 3000 thing by himself and yes. now we like middle aged and we think we're gonna get it but yeah we've been waiting so long we've been waiting longer than like people wait for Lauren Hill to perform like we waited so long <laughs> we've been waiting so long but similar to Lauren Hill like you said mm-hmm if you understand the artists that you're that you're about to listen to and engage with, mm-hmm. yes, then you understand that if this really is some type of instrumental flute, just musical type of whatever album, yes, mm-hmm. definitely on par. Yeah. Because, yeah, I love me Lauren Hill, but I will not pay for a Lauren Hill concert. I'm not going to do it because she's even... Because, like, sometimes she'll, like, be on time and she'll do the whole thing. And then other times you have to wait an extra two hours 
and she performs for 45 minutes. I'm not going to take that chance. I like live stream it if it's available and they just call it a DAY. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fun. Yep, so uh, the streaming numbers are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, you can hit play on that joint and he just come out there and just straight lyrical miracle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like go for it. Gotcha. Maybe, right. Maybe the first half will be just like flutes and then the second half will be yeah, like, like if you don't and then I decided, you, yeah. If you don't stick with it, you'll miss out on it. You'll miss the rhymes or he'll come out with like a deluxe version and the deluxe version is going to be like 20 tracks and then the other 10 are just going to be like him doing his rippity rap 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 shit. <laughs> and I won't listen to it. I will. I love Andre 3000. So. Yeah, man. Three stacks, poet, poet of all time. So. Mm-hmm. The man who was so offended by Biggie <laughs> <and> goes <laughs> that he decided that he would dress so far left that nobody would ever buy his style again. Yeah. I love it. Conscious decision me. I love it. <laughs> I love shit like that. <laughs> Did you love all this wrestling? For the most part. It finally happened. Censor mm-hmm. Sesquibar. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about that last week, weren't we? Yeah. Something need to shake. And shake it did. <laughs> when it's when it started going down, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, damn, they've been listening to the podcast again. You know. When I, I just said he gotta do it, I was yelling, turn, 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 turn. <laughs> and he did it. Yes. He's right. He's been by your side this whole time, man. You just doing some shit, see? Right? Maybe it's you. <laughs> Maybe it's you. <laughs> Maybe it's you. Everybody turns on you. But I've been waiting. Finally. Finally. Yeah, Carlito had to come down there and put everything on Front Street. Well, well, listen. He had to do it. He had to do it. He was tired. Okay, he got hurt, and then you came in and you stole the championship, and then now that white man has it, and now, now look at where we are. Um, Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You saw what he did. I don't, what did he do? I don't know if I saw everything. Main event on Raw. Oh, I didn't watch that for I was so tired. I felt more to Jay Uso. What? Costin, Cody Rhodes, and Jay Uso the World Tag Team Titles. Cause you know everybody from Judgment Day was barred from the arena, right? That I thought. Mm-hmm. Then uh he walks up the ramp and who comes up? Nobody but mommy. 
and they shake hands, and that's how we end the show. Wow, Drew. Mm. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Yep, that's what we got. Mm. Mm. Uh, did you see Raquel and Naya officially make their big women stuff and meat match? No. I think I only saw like the first like hour and a half. Oh, okay. And and then my body was like, go to bed and I was so tired. <laughs> Went to sleep. So I, I I only saw like the first like hour and a half and then I couldn't do it anymore. Not that I was enjoying it, I was just tired. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, it was a good show. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, Gunther and uh, Miz had a pretty good back and forth promo. Uh, you saw Giovanni make sure they lose it one, and they yes. finally on his side for once. I finally saw Balterium not have like not be in danger of getting jumped. Finally, because I get stressed out every week that he's going to get jumped out the group. Yes, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, Smackdown, LA Knight said that uh, the bloodline ain't done. He ain't done with the bloodline. I want to hold Oh, LA Knight. <laughs> this isn't going to work out for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jay Uso was like, oh, okay. You ain't done with us. We ain't done with you either. Yeet! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh. Still on. No, yeet. <laughs> no. I don't. That got me. That got me. Jay Uso, you hate that bitch, but that got me. When he was like, my dad, no, yeet. And walked in. Oh, I laughed. I did. No, I was. Damn it. That I'm was funny. you what got me was when uh, the damage control comes out and, mm-hmm. and Kyrie is like, you know, hey, you know, I'm here to say that Bailey is my leader and she is mm-hmm. in control and I forgive mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she's, like, she's like, they all stand around her and she's like, uh-huh. I don't, I don't hug anymore. I don't do yes, <laughs> yes, baby. She's like, I don't hug people and want to do that anymore. And then they still made her hug. They're like, bitch, you better get in here. You better hug us. I was dying <laughs> laughing. That shit was hilarious. That got me too. I was like, that's funny right there. Commentary's been making me, uh, keeping me highly entertained over the last couple of weeks of wrestling. Yeah, Kevin Owens on commentary with that goddamn teleprompter <laughs> and the fucking the way he like did a playback of how he punched those two in the face but like he like related the way Grayson Waller's face looked just then to how he looked when he punched both of them and, oh my god and then he was just like did he just throw this cup at you I'm sorry I'm gonna go get suspended now and then launched himself <laughs> oh my god I love Kevin Owens him coming up with a damn tie over that t-shirt. <sighs> Great. Yeah, SmackDown was pretty good, too. 
Man, so so it, it looks like they might be trying to set up a women's war games, but they only got one more, a couple more weeks to get it in to try to. Get I know. So I was waiting. I was like, "Are we war gaming? Who's coming out? Are we war gaming now?" But they Binky and them, they short a person. Yeah, maybe. So it's it's Binky, it's Charlotte, it's Shakti. Yeah. So maybe Candice LeRae or Indy. But they're not on SmackDown. Yeah, you have somebody that's... Who else has been kind of screwed around by damage control? Can't really think of anybody else. Uh, so I was going to say Tegan, but nope. she's not on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If she was in it, I would wait for Dakota to come slam that... Oh, that see, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's called a full circle moment, Don. <laughs> like, hello? Do you... I love her though. <laughs> um, maybe. Oh, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, I don't have anybody that I could think of that would kind of. Yeah, because Candice and India are on Raw. Yeah, Zaya is being a heel on NXT. Um, unless it's Jade, but. I think Jade might be going more into bad guy territory, and she's probably going to be more in the next team, but maybe Jade? And I wouldn't want to put Jade. Yeah. More. Yeah, not... To be her first match, not... Yeah, it's too early. do that. Um, maybe Sasha's going to come back. I think that's going to be Friday on AEW. Spoiler alert. No. 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 She can't. No, I'm sorry, no. Tony Khan announced that Someone, a world-renowned wrestler, known all the world over, will show up on Friday and sign their AEW contract. Please don't be Sasha. Please don't be Sasha. I'm sorry. They can't handle her. Mercedes, Moe. They they cannot handle her. No. (laughs) No. She's going to go over there. There might be like a little leaps, for, but they don't know how to deal with women over there. No, I don't want her over there. I don't want her over there. I don't. I don't want it. I'm trying to think of who else. That's what people are thinking. That's what people are thinking. Mm-mm. No. I don't have it. I will not have it. Who hasn't been on the roster in a while that has? Or... Maybe it might be like um, maybe one of the NXT girls, like main rostering. Mm, maybe. Maybe a rocks box. Yeah, maybe. Like they could be like, we need one more person. Let's go to watch. It's like Natalia or somebody. <laughs> okay. It might be. But like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Right now, <laughs> Maybe they they're gonna go to um, NXT because they need another homie, and it's gonna be um, it's gonna be uh, Roxy. That sounds good. Um, yeah, that could be fun. Or maybe they'll um, they'll be like, listen, we gotta recruit somebody from Raw because we need the hands. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm excited, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely created that segment on SmackDown. Definitely created a lot of uh, different possibilities if you do want mm-hmm. towards the war games. Very excited. Uh, what do you think? I'm also excited 
to see Bailey be shook because she's. I know she's worried that she's gonna get turned off. Well, you heard the the promo. Basically, was like, hey, the last time I uh, Bailey was here, I mean, uh, Eos Kyrie, excuse me, was here. This is what happened, mm-hmm. and she showed her you know, being her dad, mm-hmm. and uh, basically sending her up out of there, and she, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bailey's gonna get turned on. <laughs> aim here, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also be suspicious. <laughs> so, Kyrie got his her, her vengeance gear on, so it's very like mm-hmm. she's just waiting to turn everybody else on her. So we'll see. Um, I think that was pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. You was. No, I can't think of anything else. That's what we're going to talk about uh, a little bit later. Yes. Um, so I guess that brings us to this weekend. Full gear <laughs> will be taking place oh. from AEW. So it's this, uh, this Saturday evening, and y'all have uh, extra few hours to spare on a Saturday night, you can check out Full Gear. It's probably be about four hours, I guess. Oh, jeez. I forgot Full Gear was happening until he was like, I'll see you at Full Gear this week. I was like, this weekend? Yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. This weekend. <sighs> so, our matches on our lineup. We'll start at the bottom and work our way to the top. Even that's not how mm-hmm. the list of we got Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho taking on the Young Bucks. If Omega and Jericho win, they get the Young Bucks tag team title shot. If they lose, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho have to disband as a team, and Kenny has to come back over to the elite. That don't make no damn sense. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, what? I, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, you gotta understand who's booking. God, it doesn't make it better. <laughs> Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair at ringside taking on Chris and Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Now, hopefully, Christian brings Adam Copeland over to the dark side. Uh, hopefully, uh, nothing happens bad to Ric Flair. Did you know? He hopefully, yeah. Oh God, hopefully nothing bad happens to any of them. <laughs> Especially like Edge, because he likes to do shit that he can't be, he shouldn't be doing. Mm. Like Christian, at least got some sense, <laughs> and he does, <laughs> he does things that he can do. He keeps it. Low key, he keeps things on the ground. He will do one kind of crazy move, but not really crazy. It'll just be like, oh snap, and then move on. I was just gonna be like, remember when I I speared somebody off a ladder in like the nineties? Let me do that again. Like that's the shit he's on. (laughs) We gotta not do that. Uh, We've got. For the ROH Tag Team Championship, we got MJF and a partner to be determined. 
or maybe a handicap match. Going up against the Gun Boys. Guns up. Do you, you, you like anything about this? MJF working twice in oh. pay-per-view again like he did over in London. So we'll see how that works out for him. Pissing we'll see. Better than it was last time. Or mm. insane. We'll see. And the match I want to see Mm-hmm. Takes his death match. Yeah. Swear stricken. Taking on Heyman Page. I'm I'm gonna faint. <laughs> Heyman Page oh. trying to trying to trying to up that microphone skills a little bit this week. It was good and spicy. I liked it. Yeah, but why you gotta be talking about Nana like that though? So I mean, not ain't had nothing, but I mean, he kind of did. He did. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking villainy over my child. <laughs> His issues with swerve. <laughs> well, see what happens when you involve yourself in your friend's beats. You're involved in your friend's beats. It's all the way, not just that one time. Consequences have to be felt. This has actually been a really good. Uh, build to this match. I really yes. everything about it from the Same. first match with Swerve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why they need a rematch and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to watching that match. Uh, AEW International Championship match. We got Orange Cassidy defending the title against John Mock. Uh, Orange Cassidy out here trying to uh, prove himself worthy of this reign uh, as an international champion since he didn't defeat Moxley to get the belt. He just got it back based on mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Hopefully after this, they're going to cool it on the John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy thing. Because it's been a lot. Uh, they probably should after this one. Yeah, it's just like, give it a rest. AEW TBS Championship matchup: Chris Statlander defending against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Some win. We thought it was gonna be Red Velvet, but nope. Red Velvet did not win the the matchup, the one on one matchup with Sky Blue. So Sky Blue mm-hmm. is now inserted into this triple threat. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to? I wish I would have known this was happening. Like there were builds. I didn't even know it was gonna be Julia Hart versus Chris Statlander. <laughs> didn't even know that was gonna happen. And then I was like, triple threat, huh? See, <sighs> they don't tell things, so I don't remember like that things Whoa. are supposed to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, they have all this other programming that we don't watch that they just to be able to have time in your life to just follow along on every random weekend hour show that they produce. Yep, because I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to do it. AEW Women's Championship match. We got Sheeta defending against Thomas Tony Storm. 
I'm excited for this. I know I shouldn't be because they're they're going to disappoint me with the time that they give them, but I am so excited. Yeah, I get you a, a good, 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 good seat by the TV for this one because I think this right here could possibly steal the night. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, let them get any more than their normal little dynamite time. Yeah. Like if they like, like, just, like seven more minutes longer than they normally do. Mm-hmm. Give them at least the 20 minutes. Damn. Mm-hmm. You, can you at least do that shit? <laughs> just like something. Because they can tear it down absolutely. For the AEW World Tag Team Championships, whew, we got Ricky Starks and Big Bill defending against the LFI, FTR, Malachi Black, and Brody King. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. What is the LFI? La Fashion Ingobernables. Oh. They're oh, okay. The, uh, they're down with Naito and and uh, all those boys over in New Japan. Oh, okay, okay. They needed to put a triple, a, a freaking multi-people match on this card. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't have that, so got to fill mm-hmm. another one because you got that sting, Darby Allen mm-hmm. on that. But, yeah, this was a one, two, three, four, four-way tag team match. That's a lot. Oh, that's, oh, that's a lot of people. And the main event for the AEW world title. MJF defending against Jay White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully this will pay off. So there you go, folks. That is your AEW full gear card for this weekend, this Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Use the hashtag All Elite Cast to share your commentary with color. And uh you may see some tweets from me like Sunday morning. <laughs> You'll see me with clips. It's probably going to have to do it's it's 99% going to have to do <laughs> with Swerve and Hangman Page. Because um, yeah. That's, I, I'm probably I not watching I, all I that. Like, I, I only got about two trips around the seven seas before I get frustrated and be like I'll just watch this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because listen, the only thing I hope is you keep that that rope away, okay? <laughs> all right, that's that's all I ask. I'm so excited for this death match. I don't. You can do that hanging thing with with other white people. When it's on with black with a person of color, I don't need that there. That's all I ask. That is all I ask. I don't need that imagery. <laughs> and I feel like Hangman Page knows better than that. So. Oh my gosh. Is that the match you're looking forward to the most? Yes, it is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that one and um, Sheeta versus Tony. Those two matches are the ones I'm looking forward to the most. I definitely got no time and no aspirations to watch nothing about the Young Bucks. At all. At all. No, thank you. Maybe if Ibushi was part of it, I'd consider it. But he's not. So, that 
makes my interest even less. <laughs> All right, so that brings us into the main portion of Dynamite here where we've got John Moxley and Willie Uta. They got the best of Orange Cassidy and Hook. Orange, the Orange Punch has no effect on Moxley. So Hook applies red rum. That works a little bit better. But here comes you to get a cheap shot in to break it up. The Death Rider uh, on Hook into you to seatbelt gets the win for the Blackpool Combat Club. After the match, Moxley promises to take Orange Cassidy's title on Saturday, and Orange Cassidy looks worried. This was a, a cool taxi match. It was pretty good, um, really hard hitting. I like seeing Hook more in the ring. Um, John Moxley has to relax with that spittle. He just has to relax. It's just too much. I had to like cover the screen. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. He... His spittle is what is to Ilya Dragunov's red face. Mm. Because it's all the time. <laughs> it's all the time. I'm tired. But this was a really, it was a good match. Again, hopefully after um, the their final matchup against each other, we're going to cool it on the John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy thing. Because it's been, it's been too much. They've gone to the well. Too many times. <laughs> Use another well. <laughs> we got Sky Blue getting the win over Red Velvet. She qualifies for that triple threat match uh, coming up this Saturday at Full Gear. They exchange super kicks. Red Velvet counters a running a knee into a power bomb for a two, and then after they trade the super kicks. It's a uh, uh, sky blue hitting the code blue, mm-hmm. getting the win. This was a good match. Mm-hmm. This was a good match. It took a lot of chances because that cast yeah. off the roots by Red. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. They did some things in this match. If only they would have gotten the same amount of time that the men before them got because, damn, this was a good match. (laughs) They could have gone at least another five or six minutes. They could have given them, like, 17 minutes. Damn. Because this was a really good match. In the crowd, Wild Time was actually kind of into it. Mm. He got some chance up in there. And it's like, look at what happens if you invest even a little bit. Even slightly a little bit. I'm glad that Red Velvet brought the apron back. That's cute. I love that. Love seeing that. But this was a good match. Oh, I was really so hot for Red Velvet. Oh, I was really so hot. I was really so hot for her. I didn't know that they were fighting to be part of the match. I didn't. I just, I just thought they were fighting. Mm-hmm. So, see, I had no idea. So, I was just like, oh, I was really so hot for her. Good match. Real good match. The Umba, oh, excuse me, hold on. Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. He got the mm-hmm. win over John Cruz, aka Serpentico without the mask. Uh, mm-hmm. 
with a coquina clutch. Cruz misses a dive off the off the top rope. Samoa Joe does a thing where he walked away. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. And, I love it so much. And John Cruz is like flying by him, looking like, man, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> well, he puts him in the coquina clutch, tap out immediately. Samoa Joe, you're winner. That's from love. Basically tells NJF, hey, look here, man. Whether I'm your friend or not, I'm inevitable. Love it. He said this on Thanos. Love that. He should have snapped at the end of it, too. Love. So what you said, J. Cruz, that's the pentacle without the mask? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Because I was like, I don't know who this man is. But yeah, one of my favorite things that Samoa Joe does, number one, whisper threats. Number two, walking away from high-flying moves. Number three, just walking out in the middle of the match because he doesn't want to finish it. Top, I love it. I love it so much. It made me laugh every time. Uh, yeah, this one was great because he did. He looks. He just had his hand out like. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Uh, the Young Bucks, they got the win over Penta and uh, Commander. Uh, low blows cut Penta and Commander off, setting up the BTE trigger to Commander. Young Bucks win. Yeah. Chaos, as always. Yeah. All the time. I think it was a little bit less chaos than they usually do. Maybe it's because um, uh, Ray Phoenix wasn't in there, so it was just like. 20% less chaos, still chaos. <laughs> but like, <laughs> maybe the other one was just like, listen, we're not gonna, we, we can't do as many things because I am not Ray Phoenix and I am not an inhuman person who does all of these things. So it was a little bit less chaos, but still chaos. <sighs> I didn't want the Young Bucks to win with the stupid little blow because here they go again. Down their heels again now for whatever reason. Because they're jealous because their friend found a new friend. And now they're going to start doing their like same dumb bullshit. <sighs> Do, something Do something else. Do something else. Yeah, the bloom is definitely off the rails when it comes to Young Bucks, man. I mean. Yes. At this point, it's just like if they didn't show up, they wouldn't be missed by me. Not really. They've also gone to the well too many times, and it's just always the same. It's always the same reason why you're going heel, and when you're heels, you do the same thing over again. They basically do the same thing as when their faces, just like slightly with slightly more smirks and more playing to the crowd really and it's just kind of like yeah whatever I'm not interested mm. the guns they got the win over Peter Avalon and somebody <laughs> 310 to Yuma in 33 seconds after the match the guns say that's a 2 on 2 match so imagine what it's going to be like when they're going uh, to have the advantage two on one against MJF. Sure. And in the main event, Kenny Omega 
Paul White, Chris Jericho, and Kota Ibushi got the win over the Don Callis family and Brian Cage. Uh, Oda Ibushi rides down the ramp on a bicycle and he's hitting people with the lightest pipe shots I've ever seen. Breaks that up with a nasty clothesline and then we cut to the back with Powerhouse Hobbs picking up Paul White and dropping him onto the hood of a car. Now first of all we need to have a a reason about that because Man, mm-hmm. what in the world was Paul White thinking? Good gosh. He was not thinking. Why would you do that? I know his big ass was sore as hell. Because not only did you get dropped from an elevated platform onto a car, but then you slid mm-hmm. off and hit the damn concrete, too. You probably didn't play that part. Ouch. <laughs> uh, oh. Shout out to... Uh, Will Hobbs for that impressive test of strength. This was kind of mm-hmm. weird though, because like they're fighting all over the place and the camp they're doing mm-hmm. Kevin Dunn. They mm-hmm. about to like give you an epileptic seizure because the screen is changing too fast. Yeah, and also another imagery that I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that they had Will Hobbs just like taped to the ring, and then you had these white men, and I don't like that. I didn't like it. Sure, Will Hobbs, I still give him the squinty eye, but I don't like that. I don't. I was like, Mm-mm. I need them to think about these things, <laughs> okay? You can't just do shit like this in the vacuum. Again, if this was all white people, okay, go for it. I don't like that there's, I didn't, I didn't like it. I was like, Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Cage, he apron superplexes Kenny Omega through some tables at ringside. Kyle Mm -hmm. Fletcher hits a jumping tombstone to Ibushi off the apron through a table onto some chairs. But Kurt Ibushi, he managed to somehow make it back to his feet and continue on miraculously. Jericho and Omega to beat up Hobbs before taking taping him to the ropes, like Masimi, like Masimi just said. They tape his mouth shut, and they use a variety of weapons on him. That's when uh, Brian Cage comes back in to clean house, but Omega hits him with the V-trigger and the one-winged angel to get the win. Yeah. Sure. Again, not invested. <laughs> the... Spots in this match were crazy. They were. The. I wonder how much video game money they get when they do these kind of specialty matches like this for the promotion. I hope a lot. Products. I hope a lot. Yeah. Because that's a lot of bullshit you were doing in there. <laughs> you better get paid how the money's up. Yeah. Um. It was just a lot. There's so many different people fighting around the ring and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to keep up with. But I mean, I guess in the arena, it was probably pretty cool. Yeah, that's the thing with these like chaos matches and shit. Is just like there's you can't really focus on one thing because it's like thirty three crazy things happening at the same time, and that's just like you can't. I don't. There's too much. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, stage is all set with the matches, so here we'll talk about what happened through the promos and the backstage interviews. Mm-hmm. So, Heyman Page and Swerve or Prince Nana, they come out for a face-to-face, but if they touch, they're suspended for the rest of the year and the match on Saturday will no longer take place. Swerve is asked about breaking into Page's house, but Page cuts Tony Schiavone off and calls Swerve dumber than the day he got fired. He says it's why Swerve's fiance left him and his kids won't talk to him. He says if he wasn't so dumb, he would get that Nana was using him and makes his living off of Swerve's back. Then at night, Nana uses that money to buy weed from some high school kid. Paige then threatens to beat Nana up and take his weed. And Nana's like, no, no, you're not. No, you ain't. (laughs) She says, uh, Paige says if Swerve wasn't so dumb, he would get that Nana was using him. Oh, I already said that part. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, this was a uh, this was really good. This was really good because he was basically mm-hmm. like um, he taught children, and you know he got you know like those children. He's going to teach Swerve a lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was something else. It was a good spicy time. I said, <laughs> I said, let's go. He's like, you spoke villainy over my child. It's time to pay. I loved it. Loved it. I loved when he threw the mic down and was like, you know what? And another thing. That's right. That's right. He has more to say. He has other things to say. This was a good, spicy time. I loved it. This was, this is the few that y'all should have been focusing on. Instead of fucking Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Jericho and the other people Jericho wants to hop on on and all this bullshit. This one. This is the feud that we care about. <laughs> okay? You know why? We got two people who are great on the mic. We have two people who are great in the ring. We have two people who the fans are actually invested in and who know how to tell storylines and build. This is the feud that you should have been focusing on. Storytelling. This is the one that had a beginning it had middle, it had climaxes, and now we're going to get the conclusion. This is what you should have been focusing on. Highlight of the night. Um, definitely great way to sell it. So what happens is um, Swerve is, uh, not Swerve, uh, Paige is ready to leave, and he goes, oh yeah, by the way, uh, they said that we couldn't touch, but nobody said nothing about me touching Nana. And then he blasts Nana in the face and starts beating him up. Swerve can't do nothing, so they got to have security come in and pull Paige off of him. So that was kind of that was like a good take advantage mm-hmm. of the moment situation. I knew that was gonna happen as soon as I heard you can't touch you just as friend. I was like, "Oh, Prince Nana, you better get out there." And you didn't get out. Where are your instincts of color, Prince Nana? <laughs> and you're African. Where are your instincts of color? Yeah, you're definitely disappointed in him, aren't you? <laughs> disappointed. The whole motherland. <laughs> Disappointment on you because you should have known. You should have known better than that. Uh, I would have been out of that ring, not even in the audience because Adam Page would have gone in that audience to find you. You should have not been in the ring at all. Should have not been in the ring. <laughs> not even in the stadium. <laughs> you should have been outside. <laughs> via teleprompter, <laughs> via broadcast. 
Roderick Strong in the kingdom. They're in the back. They're going to do a promo. But of course, he's got to call Adam. <laughs> he tells Adam that he knows that MJF is the, is, is the man behind the devil mask. But of course, Cole don't want to hear anything of it. He says, shit, it might be you. And uh, mm-hmm. hangs up the phone. No. Remember, we had this discussion. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Ah. Now, if it is Robbie, that'd be fun, right? That'd be fun. That would be fun. What if it's Roddy who has like a different personality? What if he doesn't realize that it's him? <laughs> that it's his like alternate personality in the devil box? And that's why he can't ever get up because the devil takes all his strength and all his bone strength. And so he has to be in a wheelchair when he's in his regular form. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, Mariah May she goes to the dressing room of not Tony Storm and goes inside where everything goes to black and white May is a huge fan but Storm gets annoyed and throws her out Tony Storm then says she's going to go to Tony Khan and demand a tune-up match for Rampage I'm I'm just going to see where this is going Cause so far I'm just like, oh, so we'll just, I'll just see where this is going. Give this a wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to see what she's got to offer as far as in-ring ability mm-hmm. before we go all in with her kind of stalker. Yeah. Right now, we'll see what they do with the developer if they, right. if they have any plan to develop her. Uh, we get the announcement of the Continental Classic with Brian Danielson as the first entrant. Uh, his head was wrapped up like a mummy. Yeah. He's going to be ready to go. He's fucking, I was like, I patched Danielson. <laughs> Why you got that around your head? The fucking Emonotep Danielson over here. What's going on? So what is this, is this like your version of like the Dusty Classic or like, or like the Breakout Tournament Classic? Yeah. This is kind of like the G1 in New Japan. So okay. this is going to be two separate blocks, I think. Mm-hmm. Six wrestlers and so 12 on total. And they're going to have a round robin. So basically everybody wrestles everybody in their block. And, mm-hmm. and whoever has the most points mm-hmm. will qualify for the final match, which will determine uh, a number one contender. So if you win, you get one point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it's two, I think it's two, one for a draw, none for a loss. Okay. Yeah. I just gotta watch it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once you see the first like person win and the first person lose and how they tallied the score, you mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I got it. Okay, yeah. It's another Iron Iron Survivor Series match thing. I've got to look at it. 
Um, the Young Bucks, they say they don't care about cheating anymore when Kenny Omega comes in. The Bucks aren't mad at Omega, but rather Chris Jericho. That's when Chris Jericho comes in and the brawl is on. Uh, we get a video on Warlow, who says he's ready to wreck MJF. Warlow accesses, uh, accuses excuse me, MJF of being the devil, who pops up at the end of the shows. Um, so here's MJF too close to show he said after last week attack it has become clear to him that he is never going to be able to outrun his past he is sorry to the acclaim for getting caught in the crossfire that his life in, in that that it yeah, he is sorry that the acclaim got caught up in the crossfire that is his life and he hopes that they can um uh, make a full recovery uh, and get better. All he ever wanted to be was world champion and now that is what he has done. Now he looks down from the top of the mountain and sees people coming from him. He's afraid he'll let the people down like he did to Adam Cole and the acclaim which gives uh, the people a chance to chant he's our scumbag. He's on top of the mountain but you're going to have to send an army to bring him down. Okay. He promises to find out who stole his devil mask, and then here is Jay White to interrupt. White knows that MJF knows that his days as champ are numbered. White has two words for MJF, get him, and the Bullet Club go come in to beat MJF down, including the Blade Runner, um, uh, and then they do the, the count of three, uh, uh-huh. as Samoa Joe is watching in the back to end the show. Well, CMJF, if you had accepted Samoa's offer, guess what? You would have had a friend out there. But you didn't. So now, you're just going to get beat up without friends. Oh, well. Well, that's what happens. That's what happens. Your overall grade for this show? Uh, I see the plus is because of Adam Page and Swerve but um, I enjoyed um, Red Velvet versus Sky Blue I thought that was a really stellar match Uh, I actually really enjoyed um, the opening match Uh, Orange Cassidy and Hook versus um, John Moxley in a sleeveless hoodie so that was good I enjoyed that match <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling him sleeveless hoodie because he was wearing one. So, so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed those two matches greatly. Um, the Kenny Omega like melee whatever match thing that they were doing, they had some cool spots. But like again, if I'm not invested in it, like you can have some cool spots, and I could be like cool spots, but then I'm just gonna move on because like meh. So. Like, um, but Sky Blue versus Red Velvet, um, and, um, uh, John Moxley and them versus, um, Orange Cassidy and Hook were like the two standout matches for me, but the standout segment was Swerve versus Hangman Page. That was like the crux of it. So those are really cool. So I say C plus for that. But everything else, and also just Roddy screaming Adam's name, that's always fun for me. So, 
But other than that, yeah, it was typical. Because I'm not interested in any of the other things. Like, they give the Young Bucks and all of them, like, just several segments. And, like, each segment, I'm more and more bored. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> and I'm not invested in MJF as a champion. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just not. <sighs> you see me here spoken, y'all. I just, I'm, I tried. <laughs> I did, but, like, the chase was fine, was fine, and then some of, like, the fuse that he had were, like, cool, but, like, I'm not invested in him as, like, a champion. Like, I don't care about him as a, he, he doesn't give main character to me. Like, he's cool on, like, the side or in, like, doses, but, like, it, when it's, like, making the focus on him and you you have to make the focus on him because he is a champion but like when you do that I just get bored and sorry I think it's just overexposure just because he's got so many people coming for him and it's like you can't go two segments without him popping back up or somebody talking about him Yeah, which I understand he's the champ and everybody should in theory, be singularly mm-hmm. focused on trying to get a piece of the champ. But mm-hmm. this is just too much. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be kind of like highlighting anyone else. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, if you think about, like, okay, like with Roman, right? Roman in the year 2023, I think they had like a graphic on the Twitter machine that's like in the in the year he's wrestled like 11 matches mm-hmm. and like you would think oh you're the champion how can you only wrestle 11 matches but the thing is that like I don't mind that mm-hmm. number one because he still has cancer so <laughs> just because he's in remission doesn't mean that he doesn't have cancer so let's number one think of that but even though like it makes the times he wrestles number one special and like it matters but like even if he doesn't he's not like wrestling and you see him almost every week like there are some weeks where he's like not there and you like you get the chance to miss him but like even like when he was on like every week where it was just like he was either opening the show or he was closing the show but he wasn't like it wasn't so saturated even if you had like little different like bloodline segments, it was like different bloodline segments, as in like there were other people in it. And sometimes he just wasn't speaking. He would give like a look, but it was still like there was a storyline being told. Mm-hmm. And there was a through line being told, and you knew that it was like they were building to something. With MJF, there's like so much focus on him and it's like in like four different segments mm-hmm. throughout the whole show and he's like talking in all of them and he's saying the same thing over and over again and there's not like it doesn't seem like they're building to like something like concrete like that as if they're like telling a story of this it's just kind of like 
it just seems a little like haphazard and random and his like brand of like heel shit is kind of like that edgelord trolly I'm just gonna say like really divisive shit to just kind of get the heat and it's just like sometimes like you can do like the little zingers every now and then but if that's like what you do every single time it's like do you have anything else so it's just like there's no it's just it's so much of him all the time and it's like so much of him that doesn't seem to really be going anywhere because it seems just like stalled and so I'm just like ah, I'm just not I'm not interested at all well hopefully throughout the time of the pay-per-view this week they can uh, get the interest up in the main event with Jay White deliver a great match and uh, get some clarity when it comes to uh, who's behind the devil mask and the attacks and all the shenanigans that have been going on leading up to this particular matchup this weekend. So, yeah, um, we'll see what Tony Khan's got in store. We'll see. <laughs> if Adam Cole was like healthy, I would be like, maybe it's Adam Cole behind the mask, but it's not because mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he still has surgery on that ankle. And then there was a weird like mirror promo with like his wife. Mm. Which again, I guess that's the storyline they've been telling on like collision and shit. Because like he's like she just wants the power and the fame and the whatever. It's like again, I would be invested in it if you showed it to me mm. on the main show. Right. If like you saw that like she was always like kind of pushing him to go after the people who were kind of like the stars in the company. If like you saw her maybe when um when uh House of Black was still Trio's champion. I don't know, did she show up when they were still Trio's champion? Or but had they lost it already? They probably had lost it already. But if like everybody who has like a championship or who has a, a prominent spot in the company, if she was pushing Miro to maybe join their faction or do something like this, maybe I could see it. But like not so it's just like okay I guess yeah Mira's still angry that hasn't changed yeah yeah I feel like that's all he has that's all they, they're like he's just gonna be angry first he's gonna be like with angry that he bought a video game machine that was out there that got destroyed but he shouldn't have done it and then he's angry at his god and now he's angry at his hot wife and now it's just like okay I guess just bring back Rusev Day. Maybe that'll put some life into him again. Because like this also isn't working. It's a great way to show him his mic skills because he's really mm-hmm. on the line. Yeah, but man, there is no connection to Mm-mm. the people or the person he's wrestling when it comes. To- yeah. Like at all, because I'm I'm always just like, what are you talking about? And it's not a what are you talking about? Like when Bray Wyatt or 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 Luke were talking, where it's like I don't know what the fuck you're saying, but I'm interested. 
I don't know what the hell Mira's talking about, and I also don't care. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm not fascinated at all. <laughs> so, we'll see. Maybe this will spark something? I doubt it, but it's not, it's not like they're going to think through. They're going to drop it, and then they're going to bring it back up in like months as if you remember this week. <laughs> All right. All right, Miss If Unless you have anything else you'd like to add to the potential of what this pay per view will show us, shout out some thank yous. My headphones fell off. I gotta get them back in. <laughs> She's worked up such a a rant. Headphones came out. They did. They fell out, and they were they were like enough. No more ranting from you. So I'll put them in the case and then retry. But while I'll do that, I'll give you my shout out. So shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rafflecast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons who paying a little extra to hear us. The listeners and you guys in hashtags love reading your commentary. And shout out to Swerve and Adam Page. Because you were the highlight of this episode. Well, Miss Senate, I'd like to first and foremost give you a shout out. Thank you for joining me here once again on the Death Match. Thank you to all the patrons for tuning in and paying the five like they do each and every month. Greatly appreciate your patronage. I continue to rate and review, give us five stars, share the uh, episodes on social media, uh, give us a nice review. So we can uh, get our numbers up here over on the dark match. Um, what else? Uh, just uh, remember to use the hashtag all elite cast this Saturday night for the uh, hashtag for uh, full gear. And uh, until next week, patrons, we'll bid you an adieu. Bye. See you in the hashtag.